Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to part one of this week's Badass XL podcast. Our inspirational conversation this week was with Emma Sale, founder of Killing Kittens. It's an events company and host of a growing online community for women, gentlemen and couples who wish to explore their sexuality and meet like-minded people. She told us about the ever-growing demand that led her to start the company and the importance of making women feel empowered. Across the UK, online and on DAB. <laughs> Badass Women's Hour with Harriet Mincer, Natalie Campbell and Emma Sexton. On Talk Radio, she'll get you talking. We like to bring in, at this point in the show, a really fabulous guest. Somebody inspirational, amazing, changing the world, disrupting the status quo. And I think we might have found the most disruptive of the disruptors tonight. <laughs> Very excited. We have the fantastic Emma Sale, founder of Killing Kittens with us. Hiya. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Oh, so we're going to talk about what Killing Kittens is, but I think the best way we can talk about that is to ask, where did the name come from, Emma? Um... A very drunken Ibethan wedding where none of us have slept for about three days. And one of the guests who couldn't make the wedding actually phoned in the next morning and said, are you guys just all sat around killing kittens at the moment? <laughs> and so we had this discussion about what, what she meant. And yeah. It was like, well, don't you know? And I, mean, I have no idea what that means. And it's like, there's a cyber slang expression for every time you masturbate, God kills a kitten. So she was basically <laughs> saying, are you just guys, is everyone just sat around Wanking. Having a nice time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Sorry I thought that's a cool the... that's a cool name. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for the slightly sweary tone there, but you know what, man. Um, so Killing Kittens, what is it? Tell us what it is, what it's actually about. It, so it's in its 13th year now um, and oh. it started... Uh, it started basically the same time as sort of Sex and the City come out and mm-hmm. Summers hit the high street and there was this whole kind of female sexual thing going on um and I just felt that everything in the adult world and all the parties and anything to do with sex was very male focused and they were very much the ones leading the charge even though people were talking about everything being female friendly and girls had a right to talk about orgasms and dildos and everything and so sort of there was no massive business plan just a right this is not balance and I want to do something about it so let's start by doing little parties where they're kind of where sex goes on um but women are very much in control and we have the rules uh where guys aren't allowed to approach girls they don't know they have to wait for the girls to make the first move so it's sort of from day one it's been very much about women being in control of their sexuality and um controlling what they do and feeling empowered and it's been a big sort of online community as well that's kind of grown um and that's sort of the ethos behind it 
Cool. Uh, Nat, you've got a question. Emma, just talk into the mic a little bit more so okay. we can totally clear. Don't want to okay. miss a word of this. <laughs> what well, no, I was just going to say, it obviously works because how I found out about it <laughs> was that I was minding my own business one day and Emma and Harriet started talking. Uh, we were talking about sex and then they threw in you know, the name of the club, Killing Kittens. And I was like, what, what is this thing that you speak of? Um, and they told me That's all about disgusting. it. No, I was like, this is fabulous. Why, are, why do I? I don't know anything about it along with um, another word that I can't use can I say I can say BDSM uh, well I don't well, know but we'll no, just it's a technical term um, so we're talking about that and so and I, I from that point onwards you know it you've been a friend of a friend of the show um, <laughs> why do you think more women are talking about sex talking about their own pleasure and getting into it in a way that uh, is on their own terms. I think, I've, and I've seen a massive, you know, it's been over a decade of doing it, a massive shift. I think society has become a lot more open. Mm. Um, and at the same time, women have become a lot more free and financially independent. And I think when you get within your life, you can make your own decisions. So, you know, more people sweating up, getting divorced, quite happy being single. There isn't that kind of, you have to find a man partner in your 20s get married have kids mm. um anymore that's sort of if you want to work if you want to work if you want to have kids if you want to be a stay-at-home mom if you know actually now it's sort of as a woman you have all these choices um and at the same time that's gonna that's gonna fall into the whole sexuality side so it's not a case of right you're straight or you're a lesbian anymore um it's kind of if you're single there's this kind of sort of fluid mm -hmm. Um, more fluid movement and girls naturally biologically are in this scale there's this um, Kinsey scale sexual scale of one to seven and men tend to be one or seven and women biologically fall in the middle three four five so there's kind of it's why we're much more touchy-feely and oh she looks hot and you know I probably check out girls walking up the street more than my husband does <laughs> he might fight me on that one but, um, <laughs> and it's it's just the way we're made so there it then goes into the whole sexual side of girls now you know especially the millennials my god they scare me um, they go out and one night they go out and decide they fancy a guy and the next night they go out and decide to sleep with two girls it's mm -hmm. sort of and there's no label so I think there used to be really strong labels mm -hmm. on sexuality and now it's kind of Fluidity. it's sort of yeah, yeah. There's, that's all the word to it because mm -hmm. you can't even label what it's become yeah Emma sense. Emma I want to I love how this show's got loads of Emma's Very on it so I wanted like get you to go back to like that first event. Like the three of us have done lots of events. The three of us have started initiatives, right? It's quite. I mean, I think we just have to clarify like quite boring panel events. <laughs> 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 like, what? No, like, but Rivals. you know, for you to like set up and launch something, you know, a sex party like this. Going back to that first one, and you've been in business now thirteen years. Like, what? Like, was that nerve wracking? Have you learned a lot since that first first event? Yeah, I mean, the first event, to be honest, um, wasn't actually much difference to some of the events. We do a couple of monthly ones now that are very much the old school, mainstream KK sort of setup. Um, and the first event I did had about 40, 50 people. Um, did you not have that pre-party yeah, nerve? Exactly. What if no one does? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean. I'd pre-sold pre the tickets though. <laughs> so for a hundred quid a pop, they were going to turn yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, and, it, and they, 
there was slightly on the nerve front, but but at the same time, I've always been this sort of stubborn, pig-headed, I'm Aries, I'm kind of, the head, it goes down, it will work, and there's no such thing as failure and can't. Mm. It, so it's sort of, right, so I'm doing it. And now, you've got lots of different divisions, because didn't you, I don't know if you've still got it, but you had one for like uh, over a certain age. Do you have like your silver? Silver kitten. Silver kitten. Mum's idea. Yeah. She said you should launch Saga kittens. <laughs> <laughs> Saga kittens isn't, yeah, it's not really a sexy name. How about silver? Mm-hmm. Um, so we still have the silver kitten set up, but also we do, because we do so many events, we sort of have about 20 going on in the UK each month. Um, some of the events, like our monthly cabaret night, we do, actually there's no age gap age um on it and the our big country parties there's no age so there's sort of whereas before it was a monthly party where the age range was up until 45 um it's sort of there's a couple of events every month now that actually we don't need a silver kittens do you have party. to have sex no we are gonna answer <laughs> more questions in a minute because we need to go to a little break but we would like if you've got questions for emma about killing kittens and exactly what goes on we're going to be asking some of them but do tweet us at badass women's hour hr or at talk radio uh, and we are going to be here with emma sale from killing kittens after this break across the uk online and on dab <laughs> badass women's hour excel on talk radio Welcome back to Badass Women's Hour XL here on Talk Radio. I'm Harriet Minter. I'm here with my co-hosts, Emma Sexton and Natalie Campbell. And we also have the incredible Emma Sale, founder of Killing Kittens, in the studio with us. (laughs) (laughs) So, Emma, before we went to break, Nat asked, do you have to have sex? You said no, which leads me to ask, what goes on at these parties? Do you turn up, have a little drink, do some mingling? Does everyone throw their car keys in a bowl? (laughs) What happens? Um, no, in answer to your question, you don't have to have sex. Um, and, and actually we have over half the events we do now don't involve, involve full sex. So we have different talks and different workshops and couples weekends and club nights and sort of drinking drinks events that actually is keep your clothes on and more of a kind of meet other people or learn about yourself, um, in the talks and things. Um, and like we have some talks just for single guys, some for single men. But at the um, sort of the main old school KK events, you'd turn up, you'd walk into a private um, residence, um, and it'd be like walking into a private party and everyone's masked. And we have fizz and oyster reception, and you kind of all stand around going, oh, this is a nice looking bunch of people. And the tension's <laughs> in the air, though, because yeah. everyone knows what's... Um, meant to happen um and then to be honest if you stay around the bar area or we have djs and if you stay in that bit then you don't really you don't see anything it's only if you sort of then wander off into the playrooms or the bedrooms Mm -hmm. that you'd then dante's inferno would sort of hit you in the face of like writhing limbs um (laughs) and yeah and that's the thing it's sort of after a few hours the, the, if you're by the bar, you'll think, well, this was busy and now it's sort of half the people are here and people Where just have sort they of, gone? Well, what could they be doing? <laughs> um, but, you know, it's kind of, you get sort of 50% of the people that come to the events will keep their clothes on and they mm. just like the atmosphere and couples who just want to do something naughty together mm. um, and just attend. Um, mm. And groups of girls who come down because they can dance around in their lingerie and not get set upon. Um, by guys out on the pool so there's sort of there's lots of different reasons there's power to that though yeah i think because so ultimately if you're going to a killing kittens party you know 
what you're you know what the the environment is you know what the the potential is you know what the intent is so you kind of lose your inhibition so i can imagine the tension at the beginning of the night but that ability to just say actually i do want to dance in my laundry and a guy is not going to talk to me because that's the rules and having those boundaries in place I can imagine how powerful that feels. We were laughing in the break. I'm not sure about the yoga bit, the naked yoga. <laughs> not there. I'm not no, quite down there with yet. Dog. No, down in with your dog. face. No. <laughs> no. Uh, but the parties, I, I can already get a sense of how. Um, I, I prefer the word powerful as opposed to empowering, but mm. I, can, I can imagine. It is. It's very difficult to describe it because the minute you say there's sex going on, um, people will instantly go, that's disgusting, it's seedy. And I always say it's really hard to describe it. It's actually a really unseedy atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It's less seedy than going into busy pubs and bars and yeah. clubs in London where you just get hit on, well, I used to. You get hit on left, right and centre and you can't. It's running the gauntlet because to go there and have no a pee. Rules. There's because, no yeah. yeah. And you're not relaxed, whereas, you know, the girls always say that come to us actually because it's up to them and they're in control and they can just walk around in their knickers and heels and feel completely comfortable. So there's lots of different reasons people come. And actually, that's a massive one that comes out of what the feedback we get of girls that come along to say they just felt like totally empowered and that they just owned themselves and could do what they wanted to do. And when you can do what you want to do, a lot of the time you don't do anything. Mm, Yeah. yeah. So how have you seen kind of sex and relationships and how we interact change in the 13 years? Particularly, you know, when we I was dating 13 years ago, you met somebody in a bar, it was face to face. You had to hope that they didn't lose the number that you scrawled on a piece of paper and shoved at them, you know, <laughs> something like that. And now everything is online. You know, you're having text sex with somebody before you even know their second name. It, it's all digital. How has that changed kind of killing kittens and how you guys work and what you've seen happen? Well, to be honest, we, um, we've we sort of grown, as that's all happened, we've had this whole online community going on and our, our site, we're having a whole new site and app built at the moment. Um, but the site's always been the online community, like dating site, and so you put in your details and you can search and browse and hook up with other members and actually over 80 percent of our members we've got 100,000 members online and over 80 percent of them are actually singles pretty much 50 50 girls and guys which people wouldn't know because they just see the daily mail tabloid headlines of sex parties and assume that's what kk is and it's all couples um so we've kind of had a big element of as dating's changed actually we've been we've had the world going on at the same time um and a lot of people finding each other that other halves you know through the site and not coming to any events um, when does that's... the app uh, launch <laughs> just down interest <laughs> later this year okay thanks very much downloads that's timer. a great yeah. story <laughs> so how did you two meet yeah i've got some friends who've done that yeah. emma where do you want to take it next you know you're kind of building a global empire didn't you open up in uh, venice the other week yeah you last weekend we're yeah. in venice yeah um, so like... we've got lots of european cities and then um, we've got LA and New York going on regularly wow, in the cool. States and then Perth, Melbourne and Sydney in Australia. Um, so they're going great. And actually, you know, it'd be great to take some of our other events like the, the talks and things, um, different monthly nights over there. But to be honest, the I mean, the big thing is our whole online thing, because if you're global and it's, mm. you know, we call it the mothership and actually we, it's just one site sort of focusing on the entire world and where anyone in the world can sign up to be a member is sort of where we're pushing it are there cultural differences at your parties in um, different parts of the world not really when it comes to sex it's quite you know sex hasn't changed you can throw mm. all this digital stuff and sex robots and all the tech side but at the end of the day we are animals and 
sex hasn't changed. I haven't seen new positions pop up <laughs> in, the last, you know, in the last decade. It's, there it is. It's missionary. It's vanilla. Oh, look, he's going down on her. She's making the same noises as she did 10 years ago. There's no keywords thrown in. Um, and it's never going to change. So How did country. you grow Killing Kids Inside? Did it start off with you through your first party and it was just all of your mates? Or does it? how no. did you grow up? From, <laughs> you like, this is going to be strange when we Come go on, for coffee yeah, next yeah. week. Yeah. All my family. <laughs> I need you there. Um, no, it. Do you want to? Say, it was. It was word of mouth to start with, and I kind of and socially, I sort of was part of. I had a social group of friends who were very hedonistic, and <laughs> or and uh, what I saw going on. Um, part and that was the wedding in Ibiza as well. Yeah. Um, and they were all at it with everyone in their front center. It's sort of. Um, so there was an element of some of that, but also kind of media right off the bat was it was a sort of tabloid outrage um which got new members in so it was it's been very much word of mouth i mean we've never paid for any advertising or marketing um on that front at all um it's it's literally been it's the most you know badly kept secret (laughs) but that shows that people are having a good experience Mm. because you don't get to a hundred thousand members if people don't go and feel like they're having a good time they're having an experience that they want to repeat and they're having an experience that they want to tell other people about. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> 100,000 does not lie. No. <laughs> and do you notice, um, do you have a selection criteria for, can anyone rock up? What's the kind of policy, so we in have, and out policy? We have, um, we've got a vetting procedure. So everyone that comes, it's mainly security. So people that come to the events um, have to register on our site to start with and um, submit basic details and now we've upped it even more they have to hold up a piece of paper with the day, today's date to show that they're a real human being mm-hmm. um, so it's that but but you know I often you know sort of get lynched and go oh you only let good looking people in and it, <laughs> it's not the case at all it's just you look at photos and go they're just nice looking people that you know other members are going to want to see at parties it's not some thug looking guy who looks like he's you know mm-hmm. gonna rape every female out there and is all gimped up mask and you know <laughs> it's kind of it's that's all it is it's just sort of well they, and what they write as well you know if someone writes in their bio that they hate women and they want all women to die yeah. then we're not going to accept their registration mm-hmm. um and if people put in penis shots as their headshots, which generally <laughs> happens daily then they won't get accepted um so yeah, it's just that it's that's the criteria. It's just we look for just nice, nice, normal looking people. Um, and that's it, really. And when you work in sex all day, every day, <laughs> does it get boring? Because we're having a lovely time chatting about it. We want to chat about it with our girlfriend. But when it's work, when it's got kind of financials attached to it and spreadsheets and, you know, marketing policies and all this jazz, do you get to the point where you're like, oh, God, don't talk to me about missionary position again. I can't deal with it. Um, Do you know what? It doesn't get boring because... Every, every day is hilarious and we have such a giggle <laughs> and the incoming emails we'll often get and every party something will go on like a guy turning up the other week with a suitcase full of clothes pegs and him and his missus just came out of the <laughs> 
bathroom naked just with clothes pegs. Is that, <laughs> like, well, that's a, that's a first. If it works, um, exactly. Mean, so yeah. it's just on. You know, what I mean, it's ongoing. It's just ongoing amusement, and the members are great because the minute you you know you're seeing people naked and they're talking about sex, it's, the guards go down, mm. the egos. You lose the egos. We get you know great emails from girls every day and the reasons they come, and it it's been really. We've had this blog launch last summer with lots of reviews from girls, and that's been really interesting because. I've never really, you know, had huge interaction to know what why girls come and people girls have been raped and they get their power back by coming and or religious backgrounds. So yeah. And Emma, thank you so much for coming in. We're sort of running out of time, but if anyone wants to find out about it quickly, where can they find out more? Um our website www.killingkittens.com very, <laughs> very easy yeah. or just google killing kittens there isn't anyone else out there <laughs> <laughs> it's not a name you're going to forget no, really no, is no. it <laughs> uh, Emma Sale from founder of Killing Kittens you've been fantastic thank you so much for joining us Thanks tonight on the Women's Hour Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, listen to our whole three-hour show live, 7pm to 10pm on Saturday night on Talk Radio. It's filled to the brim with fabulous guests, hot topics from the week and all the things we think are badass. You can tweet us at any time with your balls ups, questions for our fabulous guests, or just what you think of the show. We love to hear from you. Come find us at Badass Women's Hour HR or at Talk Radio. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.